0: Way FM for your Wednesday morning. It is Dave with you and I'm very happy to have in the studio our station manager, Dr. Andrew Corbett. And of course, an interesting subject this morning, what to do when you've made a horrible mistake. Very good morning to you, Andrew. Yes, and good morning, Dave. This is our first Wednesday morning together. I hope that you're Enjoying your stint here on breakfast. Oh, thanks for that. We're just giving it a good go. We are really blessed to be in the studios that we're in because as we look out around, out our window here, we can just see some of the magnificent beauty that we are surrounded in up here at the studios of FM in Trevallon. Dave, I want to talk about what to do when you've made a horrible mistake. I want to give our listeners five things in order that I think should be done when you've made a horrible mistake. We'll talk about that in a moment. I thought just before I do, I'd just like to bring listeners up to date with some of the things that are happening around WayfM. If you are a supporter of Wayfm, you will have received a newsletter. And in that newsletter, you'll notice some of the changes that we've made, including yourself, Dave. Okay. And... Uh, listeners will also have noticed that Cameron is not on breakfast anymore we did talk uh, last Thursday by phone I mentioned that uh, due to some some personal issues that Cameron's dealing with he has decided to finish up at WayFM and we wish him well and we look forward to our listeners getting to know you Dave and also just as we find our way here and get our our rhythm there'll be some of our our regular spots as well so people will hear you uh, talking with you know some people like the mayor and uh, some of the other leaders in our city as we continue to bring them what they've grown used to which is really uh, local community uh, news and and things that are happening around our community as well so some of the things that are happening we are looking at how we can increase our our reach as a station. We're we're planning on having a bit of a a gala fundraising dinner uh, around uh, November. Actually, Friday 13, we've got it penciled in for. So if you're able to keep that night free, it'll be at the Ray Center as well. Uh, We'd love to have you join us. Uh, Get in early and uh, book your seat there. Bring some friends as well. It'll be a great night. Uh, also, we're looking at revamping our bumper sticker okay, and getting some bumper stickers out there. This will be a bumper sticker with a difference too, by the way. We'll talk more about that a bit later on uh, as as we've actually got those plans firmed up. So there's some exciting things happening where we, you're going to be hearing a, a couple of new voices on YFM and uh, we're hoping that people will spread the word. That Way.fm really is a a place where you can find positive inspiration, encouragement and hope for your day. And as you've been doing, Dave, get people's days off to a great start. And I want to uh, now just jump into this. This is what to do when you've made a horrible mistake. I'm aware that there are people who are listening to us now and perhaps they really do feel like they have no hope at all that perhaps they've done something that they're deeply ashamed of perhaps they've been lured into something that has really um, sucked them into perhaps a a situation a set of circumstances in life that they feel there's no way out of perhaps for many people life itself has become almost intolerable unbearable and for them they the best they can do is escape and I think this is what's at the heart of what is being called the isec epidemic. I'm not sure if it's an epidemic or not, but there certainly are people according to some of our friends at City Mission who tell us that this thing is just it's it's a horrid drug. It it's really messing with particularly young people. It's a a, a, a take once addictive thing and it it also kind of backburns the senses so whatever you took to get high you have to take that at least again just to get to zero before you can get high again so it, it it it's very very destructive but it does cause me to wonder why is it what what is at the heart of what's going on here i guess we all make mistakes and in fact this is the first thing we need to know about mistakes but having said that that we all make mistakes there are some of the biggest mistakes that could be made in life that are utterly avoidable okay for instance there there are mistakes that are inconsequential they don't really matter you know you a little bit too much salt in the in the the, you know the mashed potatoes whatever It's, it's no big deal but for others they're their mistakes, the mistakes they make, mean a lifetime of shame, humiliation, and possibly even a a term in jail. So this is pretty serious stuff. And there's some things that we need to know about mistakes and what to do when we know we've made a horrible one. So if you're someone who's just made, you know, everyday, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, I'm-a-human-being sort of mistakes, I'm not particularly addressing that i'm i'm addressing the big ones and if you've made a horrible mistake you you probably want to have a listen to what we've got to say because i want to give you some hope now here's some things that firstly mistakes tell us about who we are as people mistakes are a reminder to us that in life it's all about choices the fact that you can make a mistake means that you have the power to choose some mistakes are only visible you only recognize them as mistakes in hindsight for example you you take a wrong turn you're driving through a city you take a wrong turn on a strange highway um, thinking that at the time it's inconsequential only to find yourself horribly lost and hours off course, I've, I've done this, and then you, you, you're humiliated and embarrassed because you're so late for where you had to be, even though you're not familiar with you know, where you're particularly driving. So you, if, you, if you had agreed to meet someone, or for example, you, you could agree to meet someone in a very public place, and that's a, just a wrong choice there's all sorts of reasons why that might be a wrong choice but that one choice that one decision you make to meet someone even in a public place could end up ruining your reputation there are but the those those mistakes become obvious in hindsight but there are mistakes that you don't need hindsight to know they're obviously going to lead in lead us into a really dark place a dangerous place and they're obvious. They're obviously mistakes even before we commit them. Yet sometimes when we get into these things, we don't we we honestly believe we're not making a mistake. We believe either we'll get away with it or no one will ever find out or we we offer some kind of self-delusion that these aren't really that bad. So really it is self-delusion that that says, you know, others might bomb out in this way but i won't because i'm different well uh, what we what we um what we thought might have just been a run-of-the-mill everyday mistake now becomes a horrible mistake a really big horrible horrible mistake that so there's some there's some things about firstly before we talk about how do you what do you do if you've made a horrible mistake? Let me just give you four really quick things before we come up to our first song on what you can do so that you avoid horrible mistakes. Just avoiding horrible mistakes. Here's the first one. And I think this is a really important principle in life. And I don't know if you found this, Dave. But this one, be teachable and let others show you how. You know, sometimes in life we're so proud we don't we, we just won't let others show us how to do something so that we can avoid making mistakes. Here's the next one. Be honest. When you don't know what to do, ask for help. I've discovered in life, Dave, that there are there really are lots of people who want to help me so that I don't have to make mistakes. And here's another one. Be careful who you hang with. And also part of that. Just be really careful who you let influence you. If they've got a track record of taking people down, let that be a warning to you that they'll probably take you down as well. And here's the last one, just before we go to music, and then we'll come back and we'll count down five down to one, the five things you do when you've made a horrible mistake. Here we go. Be collected and don't rush into anything. It's when you rush that you invariably make mistakes. Let's come back after this music break, and we're going to count down five to one. The things you do when you've made a horrible mistake. And that was a great song. And, and and people tell us too, by the way, that they really get a lift just out of the, the positive family-friendly music that they're hearing here on Way FM. So that was, a, that was just a, a, a great song choice. Look, let's count down five things that you do when you've made a mistake. And the, these are in a sequential order. We'll count down five to one. Five is 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 kind of the the very first thing you've got to do, but it's leading to the number one thing that you really should do. Number five is stop. You know, any any doctor who treats someone in the emergency room, it, the first thing they're going to do is this thing called triage, and that is this. If and it's the same with first aid too, by the way. If the, if there is something that is perpetuating the problem you stop that first. And here's the first principle if you've made a horrible mistake, stop. Don't keep going. Don't make it any worse than it is. The problem with making a really horrible mistake is that you get tricked. You get tricked into thinking, "I'll, oh, well, I've done it now. It won't hurt if I just keep going. And that's exactly wrong. It's just not right. If you've made a horrible mistake, the first thing you do is you stop perpetuating the mistake. Just stop doing it. It's going to not only make the horrible mistake horribler, if there was a word, horribler. <laughs> it's it's something that, that when you've done it, you've got to stop. It could be a relationship that you've entered into that you shouldn't have entered into. And you need the emotional strength to be able to to say this is this is it now it's 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 over. I should not have done this. I'm out of this. This relationship is over. It could be a financial decision that you've made. You know, in business, they the 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 really really successful business people have discovered that mistakes don't ruin a business. Mistakes can actually strengthen a business. If and here's the words, if you learn along the way to cut your losses cutting your losses is is something you've got to do not just in business but i think generally in life if you can learn to cut your losses so you've made a mistake you've made a horrible mistake you could have even committed a crime if you've committed a crime and you know that if you keep committing crime it's just going to make things worse then as simple as this sounds stop it (laughs) <laughs> stop whatever you're doing that makes it worse You you could be drinking too much coffee you, you, you could be eating too much comfort food You could be watching things on your computer screen That you shouldn't be watching It's a mistake and it's becoming a horrible mistake Then stop it, it It's got to stop That's the first thing That's number five You do that Let's Let's just bring in number four before we go to go to news and it's this one so the first one stopped that's number five number four repair now there are some horrible mistakes i remember that, that you can repair i remember borrowing a good friend um uh, marco i borrowed his trailer and i was collecting some rocks i was building some rock walls and he was kind enough to lend me his trailer so i borrowed his trailer and i overloaded it, it i you know i can blame um workmanship whatever really i just overloaded i put too much in the trailer and as i was taking it down the driveway of this farm the axle broke and i thought oh no you know here's a trailer worth a couple of thousand dollars and i've just snapped the axle well uh that that i realized that was a horrible mistake i just committed and so I had to ring a trailer repair place. They had to come out with a tow truck and a really big trailer and load this this trailer onto their trailer and take it away and put a completely new axle onto this trailer. It cost me money, but it was money kind of well spent because I was repairing a mistake that I'd made. And so there are some mistakes, and for some people that mistake is going to sound fairly trivial, but there are some mistakes that, that are really bad, probably a lot worse than the example I've just given, where you can repair them. You can, you can undo the damage. And if you can, you should. Let's come back after the nine o'clock news and we're going to count down three down to one of the five things you should do when you've made a horrible mistake. FM for your wednesday morning it is dave with you and of course in the studio our station manager dr andrew corbett and we're talking about what to do when you've made a horrible mistake i think we've all made a few of those yes we all make mistakes and it's human human being a human being means that we are going to make mistakes but we're actually now talking about not just your everyday run-of-the-mill garden variety mistakes We're, we're actually talking about the horrible mistakes, the really big mistakes, and sometimes in life we we get in a, into a situation where we 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 actually create these. We set them up. We do things. Perhaps we've started taking illicit drugs. Perhaps we've started drinking too much. Perhaps we're we've entered into a relationship that we should never have entered into. Perhaps we're watching things on our computer screen. Perhaps we're gambling. Whatever it is, there's some really big horrible mistakes. I, I remember watching a documentary once. Um, it's a horrible thing to watch these um, these flight crash investigation documentaries. And you know especially when you're flying, uh, it's it's one of those things where you, you you wonder, should I be watching this because the next time I'm, I, I get on a plane, I, I might just be paranoid about, you know, what, what's up ahead, what, what's going to happen. Anyway, I, I watched this flight documentary, this air uh, flight crash investigation documentary, and they showed how this flight took off from Honolulu to somewhere, and and the entire ceiling, the entire roof of the plane, ripped off like opening the lid on a can of sardines. And stewardesses were flung out and... Uh, people were ripped out of their seat belts, and it was horrible. It was just really horrible. When they did the flight crash investigation, they found the cause of it was a missing pop rivet around the door. One of the maintenance crew had re-pop riveted around the doorway. Apparently that's sort of standard practice, but they'd missed one. So they left a, a small hole, and that hole had become a small tear, and on the more flights that plane did that tear became a bigger tear and then on this fateful flight that tear became a rip and the 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 rest is a fatal and disastrous and a horrible mistake uh, where people lost their lives as a result and sometimes it's those little mistakes that we think well you know what's a pop rivet it won't matter and in this instance it actually ended up costing A group of people their lives just really really sad we could think of the person who kids themselves, and this is one of the the traits of making horrible mistakes is that you end up being deluded a horrible mistake where you think you know one more drink won't hurt me you know the average person they won't be able they wouldn't be able to drive but i can because i'm above average and that kind of self-delusion when you're you know in that in that zone where you it leads to making a horrible mistake so we're dealing about some of these really really big mistakes that people make we've already seen the first thing you do is you stop just stop whatever you're doing if you've started on a on a path of crime the, the first thing you got to do is stop stop stealing stop doing whatever you're doing, even though you might be getting away with it, even though you think no one will ever find out, that's irrelevant. Don't make matters worse, whatever it is. You might be cutting yourself. You you might be cheating on your spouse. Whatever the horrible mistake is, stop it. And number four is, if you can, repair the mistake, undo the mistake, and take steps to repair the mistake there are some mistakes that you know you may have robbed a mate of something well pay it back he may not even know uh, that you had taken it you can apologize and 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 just make it up to them whatever it is stop it and repair it it could be that you're cutting yourself well get rid of the razor blades get rid of whatever it is wrap your arms up do whatever it takes stop it and repair that damage and here's the third one and we'll, we'll introduce this just before we go to uh, music break. And, and this one uh, is probably, this is where we start to get really difficult now. That Not that the first two steps in the healing process for dealing with horrible mistakes were particularly easy, but this one is going to be difficult. It's confess. If you've done something wrong, then you need to confess it. You need to admit it. You, you need to, and here's, here's something i, I I want people to understand what I'm saying. The circle of transgression is the circle of confession. So the the circle of your transgression is the circle of your confession. So if you've hurt someone, you don't need to broadcast that to the world as much as you just tell the person that you have hurt. So that's the, the circle of what we call the circle of transgression, deal with it so that it's um just just that person or that group of people that that can be dealt with okay so you confess it by confessing it you're apologizing you're admitting that what you've done is wrong and by by doing that you you are building on what you've already started stopping the damage repairing the damage and now By confessing what you've done, you're setting yourself up to actually do the the last couple of things which are really, really important for dealing with horrible, really horrible mistakes. And that's what we're going to be dealing with when we come back after this music break. Good advice. WayFM for your Wednesday morning. It is Dave with you, of course, in the studio with me, our station manager, Dr. Andrew Corbett. And what to do when you've made a horrible mistake? We've learned about mistakes, avoiding them. And now we're counting down uh, the five things you do when you've made a horrible mistake. Yeah, and we've already seen that the, the number five, and the first thing you've got to do is stop. If you're perpetuating a mistake, stop. Stop making it worse. And then we saw number four if you can repair the mistake that you've made then take those necessary steps to repair that mistake we've just looked at confess so if it's someone or some people that that you have hurt or injured as a result of the the horrible mistake that you've made then you need to get that right you need to admit to them and confess to them and that's where we introduce that expression the circle of your transgression is the circle of your confession? Sometimes people take a, a weak way out and they publicly uh, express their guilt and shame, without having gone directly to the people they've actually hurt and um, and injured. and And that's not that's not good form. Confession involves speaking directly to the ones that have been hurt or injured. Here's number two, and we're on our way to counting down to number one, the number one thing you've got to do, but you can't do number one until you've done five, four, three, and two. And here's number two, except this this might sound easy, except that things will be different now and that there will be consequences. Now, this might sound easy, but it's actually going to be quite difficult for someone because, accepting consequences may even mean going through the justice system it may mean a stint in jail it may mean a very stiff penalty a large fine of sorts it could be that by admitting and confessing and then accepting the fact that things are different now you know you you may have betrayed a friend. And you've gone and you've confessed and you've done what you can do to rectify, repair that relationship. And you may think, well, you know, that's done. The reality is it's not. The the, the reality is that trust has been broken. And when trust is broken, it's very, very difficult, if not impossible, to have that trust restored. And so you've you've just got to uh, appreciate that there will be consequences and that things will be different by accepting that things will be different now and that you accept reality you you come to this situation where you you're able to process the horrible mistake it could be that someone you know went to bed one winter's night smoking a cigarette and that cigarette you know caused their house to burn down in the middle of the night that was a horrible mistake and you, you could blame the tobacco companies you could blame the whatever you could you could, or you could just own it you could own it and accept i played a role in this this is my horrible mistake i've done it i confess it was me it was it was i i did this and now you're going to have to accept that things will be different now the house that you once had it's gone the memories the photos, the whatever, they've gone. This is quite difficult. And by doing that, there may even be some consequences that you've got to own up to. For example, you may not have had your, had your house insured. Well, there's going to be consequences to being without a house and having to attempt to start again. So that's that's a vital part of dealing with mistakes. And here's number one. This is the number one thing you do when you're addressing a horrible mistake so we've seen number five is stop number four repair number three confess number two accept accept that things will be different now and that there will be consequences here's number one redeem it's actually possible to have good come from even our most horrible mistakes but you need a redeemer to make it happen you need a redeemer to make it possible you, you, to redeem something is to is to bring it back bite back uh, find some good in it and it, it actually is possible in the midst of a horrible mistake to have good come but as I say you need a redeemer and there's really only one person in the entire universe who is qualified to be the redeemer. In fact, it's a part of his job description. And this is this is way beyond any human. This is God himself. God is the ultimate redeemer. And this is where I want to finish. And I want I want to give you the hope. You don't have to be religious to tap into this. You already are spiritual. You can't help but be spiritual. And all you have to do is use a little bit of spiritual muscle here. And that little bit of spiritual muscle sounds like this. No matter where you are, no matter what you've done, no matter who knows what you've done, no matter what situation you're in, each of these five steps of addressing a horrible mistake can actually, you can actually find help and strength to go through each of these and then ultimately this one with God himself. God can give you the strength to get through this. You you may feel like you're a million miles away from God, but you're actually not. You're only... One step, one prayer. You're one prayer away from finding the kind of help that you need to address perhaps the horrible mistake that you've made. And you can see this redeemed. A prayer that cries out to God for the kind of help and the kind of strength, the kind of fresh start, and also the kind of forgiveness that you need. If you think through each of these five steps stop repair confess accept and then redeem this is exactly the milestones that you go through when you actually turn your life over to god and begin to live the way he's designed that word stop and repair the bible uses a word for that it's the word repent it and that's exactly what it means stop turn around and head in a new direction confess and this is an essential part of being healed by God and God beginning to redeem our mistakes is that we confess to him that ultimately we've we've injured him and and he now invites us to accept this is who I am and this is what I've done and with that we can we're set up where we're, we're in place ready to be redeemed God can Redeem us, and He can redeem your situation no matter what difficulty or challenge or near impossible situation you feel like you're facing right now. I can tell you, with God's help, it can be redeemed, and you can see even your most horrible mistake turned around, and your life can be actually made the better because of it. Uh, Dave, we'll be back next week. I'll be back in studio next week, and we're going to continue to talk about some of the stuff that life involves and how we can actually help make life a little bit better so i look forward to chatting with you again next wednesday thank you so much for Bye. your time it's our station manager of course dr andrew corbett and what to do when you've made a horrible mistake what a great subject for your wednesday enjoy the rest of it FM. good morning